You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, I got the virtual thumbs up, so here we go. We do a podcast. It's Monday. It's cold Monday. Al's wearing green. Everything's good in the world. What's up? It's cold, Jerry. It's Monday. You and I both have parking tickets waiting for us. We do have those. Uh, Gio let us know when he rolled in. Yes. We parked illegally. Uh, well, because there's nowhere else to park. We didn't park, like, on the sidewalk or something. That would have been just, cool. It was just, uh, you know, we where you shouldn't be parking at 4 a.m. because of rules and all these dumb things. I literally said to myself, because I parked on the side in the uh, that's to the right of the bike lane. Yeah. But you know what? I can see getting a ticket on the other side when you're parked by the curb. But they're not going to give us a ticket here. And then I said, if they start giving us, I, literally, all this went through my mind. If they start giving us tickets this way, I'm screwed. I don't know where to park. And so, we got a ticket. So now we're screwed. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Wh- where do you go? I don't know. Right. Where uh, do we go, Jay? I have no idea. I don't know. So I found a uh, something interesting about uh, that, I, uh, that I first heard about on Joe Rogan's show. <clears throat> and I started watching the series on Netflix. All right. It's a series called Ancient Apocalypse. Okay. Now, you know, I sit here and I am very interested in ancient aliens and how I go, oh, you know, where did these technologies come from then, Jerry? If not if not aliens, we didn't have this Humans. technology back then, right? Right. So we're like, uh, who built these pyramids? Men. How did they do it? Uh, there were a lot of deaths. You know, all these different things. So these guys have a take, without mentioning aliens, that they believe that there was a time, I think around the Ice Age, when we had an advanced civilization. Okay. And then when they that got wiped out, the hunter and gatherers came again, and we started over. Hmm. So these things that we see, these pyramids, these rock formations, Stonehenge... All of these different, uh, really old things that we go, they didn't have the technology back there to do the carvings and to do this, uh, that they believe that that that's how it happened. That we Well, just, really, other than the pyramids, what else would you be talking about? Um, well, there's a bunch of places on Earth that are uh, like structures that are, first of all, there's many, many pyramids. There's different forms of sure. pyramids. And inside the pyramids, there's... Very elaborate tunnels and right. uh, ways that they aim at the stars and the sun. And uh, then there are things buried in the rainforest and uh, in the oceans that they believe are from a uh, previous civilization. Um, but I guess the regular archaeologists don't don't have proof of it. So well, they you say, di- where's the proof? They I mean, disregard it. That's the beauty of science. Yeah. Like if there's stuff in the oceans, where is it? Well, they, these guys were pointing it out. Like, so the, this show is part of that. They go down in the ocean okay. with the camera. They show you what they believe is these different things. They use sonar to look under the rainforest, all these things. But it'd be like if we got wiped out by an ice age. Yeah. But some of our structures stood. Sure. And then, like, cavemen started again. They might go, how did they do this work? So you're assuming every human being on the face of the planet would get wiped out. Yeah. Like, not one survivor. Everyone gets wiped out, Jerry. And then what? And, and, then, then, what, and, no, then, no, another, and then God places Adam and Eve back on the planet? I don't know how that happens, okay. but uh, then somehow we repopulate the earth. 
Yeah, but a generate. But he's having sex with who? It's I, I don't know. I haven't. Fascinating, isn't it though? I'm only yeah, but I'm only uh, an episode and a half in. I keep fall, I keep falling asleep. Well, it's really keeping your attention. No, huh? I'm watching it at <laughs> night, which is stupid. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, I well, I, I will say this: I've never heard that. No, it's interesting. Sure, I've certainly heard that humans, of course, built the pyramids right. and they had these pulley systems and. Mm-hmm. As you've mentioned, they've had all day long. What else are they doing? Nothing. So they could grab a piece of stone from five miles away and drag it Pretty five much. miles. There's your day. Because they had no time regulations. They had sex, they looked for food, and they worked. Yeah. I mean, that's really, right? When you think that was pretty much yes. the basis, and you hoped you weren't one that had to go fight the lion. Right. With people watching, oddly enough. Right. You'd be like, you know what? I'll go drag that slab for the yeah. Uh, yeah. for the pyramid. Sure. I mean, you can make the same case. So let's let's fast forward a little bit. I agree. And I, I again, I'll never sit there and say what you're claiming or what the show's claiming isn't true. I have no idea. Maybe it is. It's a good theory. Why not? It's good. Oh. It's better probably than an aliens are dropping it off, right? You would say? You would, yes. But if we were capable in the 1800s of laying steel beams down from coast to coast and then coming up with vehicles that could ride coast to coast as and i mean thousands of of manpower why couldn't they have done it thousands of years ago well because we don't feel like they had that like we feel like that in technology got invented from like the 1920s to where we are today i know that right but if you're talking about stone they did have primitive tools they did and shovels and spikes and i mean all sorts of different things like that what I mean, if it, it clearly took them a long time. Yeah, I, to me, that's as good a theory as. But why would you want the to want to drag all that stuff from? Uh, what other... else was there to do? Like, why not? Like, why would you want to build skyscrapers? Maybe there was commerce in those pyramids. I have no idea. Maybe the pyramids protected them from sandstorms. That in that day and age, people didn't have three thousand square foot homes with central air and heating. <laughs> there was no HVAC. So maybe the idea was to protect them from the weather, from wild animals. I don't know. I don't be a reason why you would have come up with that theory. Maybe people were fascinated with the stars. Maybe they thought the stars were aliens and they wanted a better look. Who knows? I don't know. If yeah. you could, if you could talk to someone that was living back there, though, that'd be a great. That'd interview. be awesome. Get him in here. Or it, I'd love or to her. get a really old person in here that saw the pyramids being built. Then we'd have an answer. Then we'd get an answer. Then we'd get somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, the doesn't the Bible? I don't even know this. I should know. Doesn't the Bible speak of the pyramids? I don't think so. Not at all. I don't know though. I, the Bible, five thousand pages. They by the couldn't... way, I yelled that out there like I'd ever read a single passage. From the Bible. <laughs> nope. Don't mention it, Jerry. I don't know, I don't know either, to be honest. Yeah, I'm have, not sure. I would think so, though. I'd have to check because if a lot of society reads the Bible. And believes what's in it, you've got to think you would believe that too. Right. If those were eyewitness accounts. For sure. Really if you the believe only... the Bible and they mention the pyramids, you got yeah. to believe that. I would. I don't know when the pyramid. I get so confused for like before Christ and after, after sure. death. Yep, I know. BC and AD. I know. This I thought, this is a real question. Uh oh. I thought don't. Jesus invented us. So how could there were people running around BC before Jesus? I don't know. Right? I, I went to Catholic school for 12 years. And you I don't still know don't know. I, I don't re- because part of it, I don't remember. But they'll be I, like, these people were around in uh, before Christ. And then, but then I thought Jesus made all of us, according to some people. The construction of the pyramids is not specifically mentioned in the Bible. Well, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Right. I don't know what that means. There's also all types of pyramids. There's the classic one you think of about that's in like Egypt, but there's all these pyramids around the world that are just like um, sort of pieces on top of pieces, and the pieces get smaller as it goes right, up right, in right. a pyramid type shape yeah. without it being a straight pyramid. Sure, but it's very interesting. I would love to go see the, a pyramid, but I'm so also I'm probably never going to get there. I'm not going to Egypt. I'm not either. I think it sounds awesome, but I don't think I'll get there. Egypt sounds like the place, one of those places where. They would like plant drugs on me, and then I'd be in an Egypt jail forever. In, e- right? in, in Egypt jail? You mean in an Egyptian jail? Egyptian jail, yeah. 
You know, Brittany Griner got grabbed in Russia. I'm afraid to go to any country now. I know you. I get unless it. they're super friendly with America. Well, you have to go. That's why I like going to uh, places that have good relationships with this country. Yeah, and I don't know what Egypt is. I don't either. I would think it's good, but I don't know. Do I think, really, I don't know. <laughs> do you think I could get in touch with somebody at like a in the government and go, "Hey, I'm considering going to Egypt." Are they going to throw me in jail for no reason, or are we good with them? Yeah, I'm sure you could reach out to the United States Travel and, uh, yeah, the Travel Bureau. There's got to be something like that. Could I reach out to, like, my local congressperson and then them find out for me? Let's see. Questions about international travel. Who to ask. Right? Yeah. Because I'm thinking of going to look at some of these big pyramids, Jerry. But I don't want to get stuck there. Locked up abroad. I've seen too many of those episodes. Yeah. Travel.state.gov. Oh. Before you go, you should know. Oh, perfect. So there you go. Oh, so they have something like that. I, I, there has to be, of course. Oh, yeah. No, this is this is official. There's a traveler's checklist. There's a safety and security <laughs> messaging category. Be aware of the crisis abroad and be ready. Yeah. Okay. How about that? Interesting. Yeah. I've seen so many videos of these pyramids. I'm really waiting for that... Uh, augmented reality where you put the glasses on to really to like where where to really visit the pyramids well where it's really in your condo (laughs) where i could walk around the pyramids in my condo yeah wasn't that the whole theory of meta isn't that what that's supposed to be the problem with that is i can't see myself sitting in the house with those things on for a short period of time maybe not for a long period of time putting a beak on my eyes that's what it is yeah it's a gigantic beak yeah, I would put a beak on my eyes if I could well, visit the You live alone. Pyramid. You could do whatever true. you want. Good point. You could have virtual sex with a woman if you want. In your I world. could. No one's going to bother you. No one will stop me, Jerry, unless my dog is, doesn't go for that. Well, and you could take those off and your dog's looking at you awkwardly. Yeah. Jealous. I'm thrusting into the air <laughs> to nothing. That would, like, be what something is this to, guy doing? that would be something to video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Dog would be like, "What is going?" on? You think you have the same fulfillment? No. Or do you think when it's over, no, you'd be so disgusted with yourself until twenty four hours later and you try it again? <laughs> it's like when I tried that sex pump one time. Yes. And I was like, "What am I really? What is going on in my life?" Reevaluate your life. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, are, I, do you find that you are? Do you want those things to be true? Which things? Like, do you want, like, I feel like you seek out confirmation of aliens or supernatural beings. Are you the type, like, you want it to be true? No, I I just want to know, like, I wish we could find out the truth about everything. What if there is no truth? No, I mean, there has to be some truth. No, I understand. But what what I'm saying is, what if there's nothing but conspiracy theories or just theories in and of themselves. Yeah, like... And there is no proof. Like, at what point do you sit there and say, as a educated, even though we had terrible SITs, I'm with you, uh, as as educated men, you just look at the science and the facts and realize, really, it's all a creation. Do you think you'll ever get to that point? Or well, do you think... I think I think in the cases of, like, the pyramids and things, that there's no... There's no science agreement on really how these things are made or no but i think you can make a logical assumption based on what we do know and what has been written about i mean do you think in 1955 that there was a theory that there was a supernatural human being and society that lived before the ice age or is this something that i'm being serious that three or four guys came up in a conference room and said this would be a fun can't disprove it, can't prove it. This would be a phenomenal TV show that would make people think. Yeah, I don't know. Because I really do believe in a lot of cases, especially with all these cable networks, so many channels and so many streaming services. You got to do something to get eyeballs to the set. Yes. And if you can create doubt, intrigue with no basis of fact, but hard to disprove as well, you kind of have an intriguing show. But really, at the end of the day, all it probably is a show. Yeah, I mean, uh, until we get definitive answers, which I don't know if we ever will, because how don't could think you? We will. I I really don't think we will, unless the aliens come down right at some point and they they're able to put the history of the world up in 4D right in front of us. Well, we need to for aliens to be real, right? We, which I don't believe in, but could be. We need them 
No, no, we don't need good them. Fi- good, no, I'm saying we need to see them on film, right? clear, and we don't have that. Right, and if we do, start being concerned. Right. Oh, by the but way. But there are theorists who there say, theorists, yeah. I've worked in the government. I have seen sure. very clear photos of aliens that the government has. Right. I still so want to know why know. that's not the front page of the New York Times. They always go, oh, because people would panic, and then what? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, we should know. Like to know she'll be ready. Yeah. I would think. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am intrigued by the topic, but more so where the topic comes from. Well, this just seems I've never heard this angle before that. Yeah. They didn't mention aliens, but they mentioned a uh, technologically advanced species. That did exist. Wildebeest. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> with brains. If we were wildebeest with brains, I'd sign up for that. Who knows? So I'm interested in that. I'll uh, keep uh, watching this thing. But the other thing these guys were talking about, and this is where they kind of they kind of lose me on one thing because they they they're when they were on Joe Rogan, they were talking about two separate things. They were talking about this series, which I'm ta- telling right. you about. Then they also talked about psychedelic drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where, where I think a lot of stuff comes from. Well, the psychedelic drug people, and, and Joe Rogan's one of them too, like these psychedelic mushrooms and LSD and all this stuff. So they say, okay, is are the experiences you have on mushrooms or psychedelic drugs, is that going on just in your brain, mm-hmm. what the drugs are doing to your brain? Right. Or... Is that unlocking a portion of your brain that we always are told we don't use all of our brain? Right. Is that unlocking a portion of your brain that is now communicating with another realm? Oh, God help me. Or reality. In so other now words, we're talking about different realities. Yeah, like, are you, when you're on mushrooms, are you just, is that just your brain on mushrooms putting these visions in your head? Or are you seeing into another dimension? Your thoughts. Do you hear yourself? Yes, I do. I I think it's your brain playing tricks on you. You think it's your That's brain reacting to the drugs? Yes, and everything that you have absorbed in the course of your life, and maybe that creates some sort of image, picture, or whatever in your mind. It's like the people that when they say they pass away, and they all have this common theme of seeing the light. And Yeah. Well, maybe when your brain is failing, that is what you are seeing internally. Right, as your brain breaks down. Hence why it might be a very common experience for people. I I don't know about you, but I've never once heard one person talk about the the gates of heaven. No. They say about, everybody talks about the light and come to the light. And seeing dead relatives. But has anybody said that, and I'm not being funny, I'm being serious. Have you seen anybody on record that talks about what it's like in heaven? Like they were there, but then they were sent back. Because it wasn't their time. No, it always seems to be like the recreation they do on TV, which is just a dark area mm-hmm. with smoke or yeah. clouds, a light, mm-hmm. kind of a vision of a person, but that's it. You're not that's in a room. It. You're right. Not... right. So to me, maybe that's just the way the brain reacts to its, you know, the, what could be the final moments of life. And then something triggers it and all of a sudden you're back, but... Whether it's whether it's modern medicine, whatever it could be, but I, it's I don't know. There's just I feel like people want things to be real. Yes, when in fact for thousands of years they haven't been. That's what I think. I think there are people that want aliens to be real. They they want to. I mean, everybody wants heaven to be real. I, I wouldn't. I don't think there's a single person on this earth that wouldn't want that. Yeah, nobody just wants to be dead. And there's a great, where did I hear it the other day? There is a great quote, and it's so true. And I, I'm not, I'm a Catholic, even though I don't really practice anymore, but I do believe in the stories of it and, and the, the messaging and all that stuff. So I am not, don't misunderstand me. But the quote is something along the lines of, everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. Well, why is that? If that's supposed to be the greatest place to be. Yes. Why is everybody afraid of taking their last breath then? 
And everyone is. Everyone's terrified of dying. Because it's still the unknown. But why would you be? At that moment, I wonder, do you think, like, maybe I'm wrong? Of course you do. Right. But, but, But that's the whole, that to me comes back to the whole and I know my wife hates when I say this, but it's it's and it's not necessarily about relationships. It's about anything like things like trust is the biggest line of crap going. How many people all kidding aside in your life, you're 53. How many people that you believed lied to you? I don't know. Maybe some of them even got away with it. Right. Correct. And yeah. yet you believe them, which is another form of trust, trust, belief, faith, whatever word you want to use. And they lied right to your face. How many girlfriends do you think? You think every girlfriend you had has never once lied to you? No. Right. So it's all nonsense. Until it happens, you don't know. We can hope. That's why hope is the greatest emotion. Hope. Or feeling. You can hope. Yeah. And as I'm dying, I'm, I will hope like hell <laughs> that there's a... Well, but who knows? Right. How come there's not a line of people that are saying, take me? Take me now. Right. Right. They never go, Lord, why me? They go, Lord, how about me now? <laughs> right. I'm also still very, like, my neighbor who was lives right next door to me passed yeah. away. Like, and I see his, 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 his truck is still, still there. His truck is, I still park next to his truck. His, there's family members. Yeah. In his home. It's but almost he's not like, there. right. But it feels like we're waiting for him to return. I, I know. Like, like he's, and that to me, that the only, the only thing I think of like that is worse than someone passing away and you feeling like, well, where did they go? Is somebody who's legitimately missing. Oh God, I couldn't, that feeling has got to be one of the worst feelings a human being could could have for someone they love. And watching some of these unsolved mysteries where it's just people go missing, like, that is so bizarre. Yeah. Because I still can't wrap my head around that my next door neighbor is somewhere. And we know he passed away. Right. We had a body. Like, we saw he was passed. So for somebody to just, like, not come home one day and that's it. Yeah. What the hell? Welcome to life and death. That is insane. And I guess that's why they say, like, these families that have had missing people, like, that they assume have passed because of... You know, there's just too many things linked to someone taking their life. Sure. That they want to find the body. To have closure. To have closure. Yeah. It's got to eat at you for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. And, and it's not even like you want that to be the case, but at some point you need to be able to move on. And I don't know that you ever can. Yeah. It's, uh, that's why I try not to think about it. Because things like that, conversations like that get deep and depressing. Yeah. Very, very, very especially. Older, um, later in life. Yeah. More so. And when you have kids, as opposed to not having kids, you're going to worry about a dog. Now, for sure, if the dog goes missing, I think you'll be crushed. Oh, absolutely, Jerry. And you'll have the same type of feeling. And I think for at least a couple of hours, you'll try to find her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like she's not coming back. Get rid of the beds. Uh, Get rid of that. See if anyone needs that food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think as you become old, I remember my mom telling me once, you know, was it before I got married? I don't remember it was before I got married, after I graduated college. I don't know. She's like, you know, you'll find out one day, even though you've gotten older, we still worry. I'm like, ah, come on. I'm fine. She goes, you'll see one day. Well, she's right. I said, like, he's 18. I'm still panicked every time oh, he yeah. goes out. Just you know, until he's home. It's like, but, you know. but How will you feel when he's 40? The same, probably. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's her point. You know, like, I travel a lot. My mom is still concerned. You know, and I understand. I get it. I do understand now. I probably wouldn't have if I didn't have kids. I probably would not have understood that, but I right. do now. You know, all these things, you again, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. Very true. Yeah, my mom will text me if it was raining on my way in. How was your ride in? Was it okay? <laughs> You're there, right? Yes. Yeah, I know. Oh, she said many times she would turn the show on. Yeah, just, just to make sure she saw you. Right, that I made it into yeah. New York. I know my wife said that, too. Yeah. With these overnight flights with Rutgers and, you know, yeah. flying at 11 p.m. Right. and landing at a, 1 a.m. Right. And, you're doing a Rutgers game in Indiana at yeah. 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And she tunes in. To hope I'm back in New York. Right. For 6 a.m. And if she doesn't see me, she knows it's a problem. And that hasn't been the case yet, and hopefully it never will be. But, yeah, it's right. the same you type open the of show. Thing. We don't know where Jerry is. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Yes. I, yes, I could. Sadly, of course. I hope not. But, yeah. 
So very similar. Like there's a point where if this if my neighbor's truck is missing one of these days, I'm gonna think, did that dude come get his truck? <laughs> Had you gone to the wake of the funeral, you might know. <laughs> Actually, I think it's th- it was this morning. Was it? Yeah, it was uh, like at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, nothing you can do with that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just weird. weird. Again, I always said it for. 15 years, I must walked in this day, not in this building, but yeah. into these studios every day, and you just feel like he's going to be there every day. Then he's not because he's an idiot, and then he's gone. Yeah. You know, another radio station, next thing you know, he has passed away. It's it's bizarre. You feel like, and again, it will end for us. <laughs> like Every day for 15 years we've been doing this, or longer for you, right? 16 years, 15, and into 13 for me, years. right. And 13 for me, it's like one day we're not going to have this to come to. Yes, that's very weird. Yeah, it is. And I think about it all the time. Yeah. You never know. You never know when you walk in and that key card doesn't work or Chris or Spike says, I need to talk to you. Sure. Uh, could you get your stuff out? <laughs> get out. We don't need you anymore. Yeah. Okay. Say, I'll be shocked and yet not stunned. Right. But they even say, even if you, because we like to, as humans, I do at least, prepare for the worst. Sure. Like, I always am preparing for the worst in in the thought that when it the worst happens, whatever the worst is for yeah. you, that it'll lessen the blow. It never does. I know. Well, no, I, I think it can lessen the blow from being completely blindsided to, God damn, I, I knew it was a possibility, but I never thought it would happen. Two different things. Yeah. You know, you are, for instance, you walk in here tomorrow and you get fired. You would be blindsided. Yes. As opposed to ratings not great. You know you're making more money than someone they could pay to sit in that chair. You know what? You got to be thinking at some point maybe they might. I hope not. Right. You know what? And to be honest with you, you know, I've been here for, you know, they're not getting rid of me. And then you get the call. Damn, I was right. And, yes, you'll be crushed, but completely different than when it's come out of left field and you have no anticipation of it. Yeah. That's a little different. Yeah, I suppose. You're right. I think, anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry. Well, that was very enlightening it was and fun. depressing. It started with uh, the ancient apocalypse on Netflix. So check it out if you're this type of thing. You're out for that? Yeah, I'll pass. We're, okay, if you're out for that, Jerry, would you be interested in a three-hour podcast about it with Joe no, Rogan? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I like Joe Rogan. You know I do. Not listening to that. Not a chance. I want to f- finish the one with Dr. Phil first. <laughs> Three hours with the ancient apocalypse, guys. No. All right, Jerry. Warm up. Soup. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. There we go, a couple minutes after 5 o'clock, football Monday on the fan. Aruni, great to have you with us. The Eddie Scazzeri and his Dolphins. What's up? Jeannie and Lake Hopatkong, what's up? And across from me, his name is Al Darius Dukes. 
What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Good to see you. Uh, I've decided uh, from now on, and I tried this out last yesterday. No more football. No. No, no more, more sports. No more first half football. <laughs> yeah, I, you, I guess. You tune into the 1 o'clock games at 2.30, Jerry. You could do that, but some games are lost in the first half. Uh, they are. There are some games that are, are they lost worth, in the first are half. Are they worth watching? It depends on if you like the team. If you don't like the team, no, yeah. no. Then 100% no. Matter of fact, fourth quarter only. Yeah, I like to get a vibe for the third quarter, Jerry. That's where the game starts for me. A nice third quarter well, action. Getting in the Cowboys and Packers game. All uh, you needed true. to watch was the fourth quarter of that one. That's true. And overtime. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Because they blew it. The Cowboys blew it, Jerry. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Badly. They sure did. Yeah. That's good for the Giants, though. Yeah. Who continued to roll. The Giant game was interesting. It was like, okay, yeah, that's... They did what they were supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't great. There was one guy yesterday. We did this event yesterday, as you know, when Kim and Moose did their broadcast. Tiki and Tierney were there with their tailgate. And one Giant fan came up to me and said, I like this team. I don't mind Daniel Jones. But can they please go out there and be up 24-7 at halftime? I don't want to be sitting there... Begging for a win in the fourth quarter. And you were. And it, well, it wasn't quite like that, but it, I mean, there were times you're like, are they really going to give up a game tying score? They didn't. But, you know, they got the field goal, went up 11, but they gave up the field. I mean, right, whatever. It's, it's hard. You can't really complain about the Giants. No, there's nothing to complain about. They're 7 and 2. But I understood his point. Like, yeah. you wanted to see them go out there and just stomp the faces of the Texans and win it going away. They won. They're 7 and 2. They're not a stomp the faces kind of team. They're just they're not no, going to blow anybody out. They're a grind it out, run the ball, and Saquon was great yesterday. There were no he ninety was. yard runs yesterday. Right, he was tremendous, and they did what they had to do. And they won. And, and defensively, I mean, they kicked the crap out of Davis Mills. So there's a lot of things they're doing that you really do like. And you've got a quarterback who thirteen of seventeen should have been fifteen of seventeen if if Kenny Galladay can catch the ball. I mean, you know, they just but, don't throw it a lot. Yeah, they don't throw it a lot, and looking at his yardage alone, right? Yeah. So one ninety-seven. That a lot of that came on like three passes. Well, the Darius Slayton one with the missed tackle was what a fifty-eight. I forget what it was. Yeah, it was at least fifty-five. That was a big play. That was a big play in the game. But you're right, there wasn't a lot of downfield throwing. But that's like the game. That but that's Brian Dable. Whether it's him, whether it's Daniel Jones, managing the game and keeping their team in position to win. Right. That's what they're doing. That's all the Packers do. Swing pass, swing pass, swing pass. Yes, then except pick, you pick. do get some giant shots downfield. Yeah, that's true. But you're right. A lot of the stuff's underneath and short. And he was, I mean, he is just, I don't know. Who? Aaron Rodgers oh. looks like he doesn't want to be out there. No, he doesn't. He looks so frustrated with his young receivers. And he only threw the ball 20 times. Just In an overtime game, he only threw the ball 20 times. Right. And what, the one dude had all had three touchdowns. What was yeah. his name? Let me Christian see Watson. Yeah, Christian Watson. Never heard of him before yesterday. Game. This game was over. The Cowboys are up 28-4. Did you watch it I or did. no? 28-14. The Packers have fourth and six from the Cowboys 39. The Cowboys stopped them there. Game's over. I really do believe because it's 13 minutes to go in the game. I really believe that game is over. Not only did they get the first down, a 39-yard touchdown. I mean, come on. Yeah. Terrible. That's it. Terrible, terrible, couple terrible, plays terrible. in the game. Jerry turns it you're all right. around. Yeah, you're right. So Saquon uh, ran for 152 yards. That was pretty cool. Uh, and Kenny Galladay, I guess, got benched yeah, after that. I mean, it's uh, enough. You can't keep running him out That there. dropped the ball. It's, uh, please. Time to move on. You're out. I would think so. Remember the great practices he had last week? Oh, yeah. And then he's dropping two balls and then getting booed like crazy. Time to get out. You're out. I think so. Even though we don't have a lot of wide receivers. Yeah, you but you stink. know what? Darius Slayton has made plays. If not yes. for him... Then I don't know. I don't think they'd be seven and two. Then they stink. Uh yeah. And who's this guy, Lawrence Cager? Who the hell is he? I had to look him up after he scored that touchdown. He, I, I thought like, mm-hmm. they made a mistake on the broadcast. I'm like, Cager. Who's Cager? Never heard of him. Good for him. Right. This guy's got a, now. This guy's got a touchdown in his uh, NFL career. Yes, he now, does. I do expect a similar thing next week against the Lions. Yeah, but the Lions are scoring points. They are scoring. You're going to have to match them. The, to me, like the real test as like who what the Giants are is Thanksgiving against the Agreed. Cowboys in Dallas. In Dallas, I don't I don't disagree with that. Like if they beat the Lions by whatever three two one, 
wow, they'd be 8-2. and two. But again, it's the Lions, it's the Texans. and do, do. Then your game is against the Cowboys. you got to sure. win. What are the, so now the question for me would be with them in terms of what is after that. Like the Cowboys have a stretch here where they have uh, – they lost in Green Bay. They have to go to Minnesota next week, and then they have the Giants. So the next couple of weeks for the Cowboys is going to tell a lot for oh, yeah. sure. The Giants this week have the Lions. Lions. Right, after that, we know things toughen up because they're on the road in Dallas. After that, what are we looking at? Oh, so you got the Commanders, winnable game, winnable. clearly. Then you've got, oh, my God, they have the Commanders twice in three weeks. Perfect. Jeez. But, 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 in and around that, Giants-Eagles December 11th, Giants in Minnesota on Christmas Eve. Not easy. Not easy, Jerry. Not easy. That's and then I, they, we've... oh, then the Colts, and then they're in Philly. So just based on what these teams are right now, what are they, 7-2? and two? Yes. They should, theoretically, beat the Lions, the Commanders twice, and the Colts. Eleven and six. <laughs> that, there's no way they're winning all of those. Did games, you really though. think they'd be seven and two after nine? No. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Who right. Knows? We never know about. You never know about. The Would NFL, you be surprised Gary. if they lost one of the games to Washington and beat Dallas on Thanksgiving? No, I wouldn't be right. surprised by that. Right. So I would say if the Giants didn't win ten games this year, Brian Dable is going to be furious with himself in the postseason. You're going to have to be. Yeah. If they don't go ten and seven now with the seven and two start, right? It'll be a failure. Which is yeah, terrible you really to have say. To but... win. You really have to go eleven and six. Well, I'm saying you got to be at least ten and seven. Is yeah. what I'm saying. If you do anything less than ten and seven at this point, yeah, yeah. When you start at seven and two, absolutely, hundred yes, percent. So, hmm. all right, hundred percent. Giddy up. Now, I did enjoy Brian Dayball screaming at Jack yes. Anderson. Well, here's the for best a false part of it. Star penalty. He was angry at first, walks away, <laughs> then thought about it, not angry enough. The second time was better than the first. He really lit into him. It was unbelievable. Yeah. He well, was that was, well, they're screaming. going for it. They probably are going to get it. And then this guy jumps off sides. Now you got to punt. It can change the game. It really can. Yeah. So, okay. So the Giants, uh, what did Daniel Jones didn't run all that much yesterday? Only 24 yards rushing for the young man, Jerry. Right. He normally runs for. We didn't like, drop uh, back all that many down. times. Yeah, it was a lot of Saquon Barkley. Yep, thirty-five carries, Jerry. That's old school nineteen eighties football right there. That was Bill Parcells, Joe Morris, Rodney Hampton football oh, right yeah. there. Feed him the ball. Yeah, it was absolutely. Just keep running it, man. Keep yeah. running it until they can stop you. Keep running it. So yeah, Detroit. You're, so their next opponent, Detroit. They did. They scored uh, what thirty-one yesterday. Lions beat the Bears in Chicago. Yeah. I think they were down thirteen in the fourth quarter, and they scored the last two touchdowns and beat Chicago. And everybody can sit there and tell me how great Justin Fields is, and he is dynamic. I'm not saying he's not. You can't lose that game, right? You cannot lose that game to the Lions at home with that lead, but they did. And with that yard, what do you run for one forty-seven? Correct. Yeah. We need, we're going to need you to throw the ball and also run for 147 yards. If you wouldn't mind, please. And we'll probably still lose. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're going to need you to do. Right, so should he be paid as both a running back and a quarterback yes. the way people think Shohei Otani should get $60 million yes. a year because he's a pitcher and a DH? Yeah, I would give Stupid. him $60 million a year, Jerry, if I'm the Bears. <laughs> well, you can't <laughs> Sign do that. him right up for 60 million. And then million. cut all the running backs. <laughs> yeah, no more running backs. We're going to go straight out of the shotgun. Sometimes he runs. Sometimes he... Doesn't run. <laughs> exactly. Did but, you did you watch the Germany game in the morning? No. I was not. at the I was at the event. Oh right. So I did not. I watched this, Jerry. So don't worry, I got it covered for us. I watched the game. Did you watch the whole game? Uh I did watch the whole game. Did actually. you really yeah. what is happening to you? Well, it was cool. It was like I was being lazy. It was nine thirty. It was rainy at the time. It was lousy out in the morning. That so is I, was, true. I was in no rush to leave the house. Uh, I was intrigued by Tom Brady, who looks like he's somewhat back, somewhat, Jerry. I don't think Tom Brady ever went anywhere. No, but when they were losing, I don't like when they lose. They drop balls all over yeah, the place. Yeah, there were a lot of drop balls. I was shocked like when Mike Evans was catching balls yesterday. I was like, <laughs> oh, Mike Evans. Wow, they actually look a little bit better. Uh, Mike Evans hanging on to a ball. How about that? Did you like the crowd in Munich? Yes, this is Munich. Singing John Denver as one. This is awesome. This is literally happening. This is so Listen to this. It's a uh, music to me is fascinating. Why did they pick that song to sing I don't, in Well, Germany? they did Sweet Caroline, too. 
Although oh, Tom Brady commented on that, he yeah. enjoyed Sweet Caroline. He did. Well, he said in the same sentence, he's like, you know, they were doing these two songs. It's kind of cool. Like, I, I don't, you're in Munich and you're singing that song yeah, from John Denver from 1971 or wherever the hell he. That's amazing to me. That was a weird one. I did enjoy. They did the German national anthem before the game as okay. well. Okay, you you enjoyed that? Yeah. Well, like some people were singing along to it. Well, they do that. When I they didn't do know Canada in Toronto. Yeah. Well, that's Montreal. still in English, right? Oh, Canada. Yes. This was not in English, Jerry. Turns Why don't you give was, us a couple bars? I don't. Uh, it, it's it was melodic, but I was it? I couldn't uh, understand. Hmm. I don't take German. Which one did they do first? The they German did America. Or, they did the U.S. national anthem. Okay. And then the Iron Sheik came out, and they did the Iranian national anthem. They did not anthem. have the like, Iron Sheik come out. Crap. Stop it now. But they all booed, Jerry. Don't that worry. Did not happen. Everyone booed. So they just did those two. Right. I guess they did America first because we were the visitors. America. Right, the same way when you're at a hockey game, yeah. they do the Canadian National Anthem first. Yeah. That is true. I did see some uh, NFL players chuckling a little bit at the German National Anthem. I didn't Anthem, hear this. Mainly because they didn't know what they were saying. But the girls <laughs> did, did a, very, a very lovely job. So now I need to hear the German National Anthem. It's a very nice National, National Anthem. Anthem. You like it. Yeah, I did like it. <laughs> and I was only hearing it one time. You know, sometimes you have to hear songs over and over again. <laughs> the one time you were good. <laughs> yeah, the one time and I was good. See, I'd like to play this, but I don't know if I can. What do you mean? Well, because I'm sure a commercial is going to pop up if I play oh, it first. Yeah, yeah. But I would like to. I would like to hear. See, there's a there's actually a studio version of it as opposed to oh. I'm singing. All right, hold on, Eddie. Pull my fader down real quick because I do want to hear this. This is the. I'm assuming this is right. The German national anthem. German national. Anthem. Let me see if Jerry. there's an ad. There's not an ad. All right, okay. you can bring it back up. Tell me if this is it. Ed, All right. Now. Oh, see, you got it there, Eddie. Not, not playing? Was this it? I think so. <laughs> I hope it's like a Christmas song. I hope you're standing if you're at home. If you're <laughs> well, you can stay only if you're German. Only if you're German. Right. Well, I respect. <laughs> I can see you in your condo listening to this. And standing at attention. I really like this. <laughs> Singing the American National Anthem. Yes. Well, any, I think anytime you're at an event, that's good. Uh, I think anytime you're at an event, when you see the players that are involved, whether it's baseball, hockey, football, bad, wherever. Yeah. You know, I think it's neat that they are in tune with what's going on. It's cool. Yeah, and I a agree. lot of them use it for almost like uh, they do the close your eyes. Mouth the words or some sing do. the words. It's some sort of. It seems to me very like meditative before a game. It can be like for Tom Brady. He seems like they flashed to Tom Brady. He was doing it. Some big dude on the Seahawks was singing it. You can also have guys that are completely oblivious to it because they're so jacked up for the game. Yeah, where they're they're antsy. Like, let's go. Let's That's how I would be, with. Jerry. I'd be all jacked up, antsy. Yeah, being ready to play. You'd have the blood flowing through your veins. Oh yeah, you'd be ready to rock. Tom Brady seemed to love playing in Germany. He did. It he actually like, said that. I have a comment that I'll play at uh, 6.30 when and, he... And he walked off the field carrying a ball. I think he was saving that ball. He might be. He, he called it one of the coolest experiences in his career. How about that? Yeah. Electric. It was electric. You know what Jerry. this means? We're going back to Germany. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That'll be part of that uh, European division. Yeah, you know what I would do? Just keep sending the bucks there if Tom Brady loves it so much. By the Which you didn't go there every every year. I'll tell you this. The Arizona Coyotes right now, I, I took a, they played the Devils the other night, and the Devils won again. But I had to take a, a double take and rewind it on the on the live TV. I'm like, did he just say what I thought he said? You know the Coyotes right now, and this is my point about NFL teams can go to you. It's not that big a deal, especially with air travel. The Coyotes right now are in the midst of a 14, not day, 14-game road trip. That is 32 days. Oh, so they're not going home for a month. They left Arizona November 2nd and don't come back till December 5th. I think an NFL team can go over to Europe right. every week. If for that's what they want to do, it's really not that big a deal. They can figure it out. And then watching that game, I didn't ever realize, like, I know I know this is going to sound obvious. DK Metcalf is a giant. He's a giant man, Jerry. <laughs> I know this is going to sound Andre the Giant, man. Back in his day, well, boy, he, was he big. Well, we knew he was seven foot four, <laughs> 525 pounds. Yeah. But DK Metcalf, when he's on the sideline and take his helmet off and he's yeah. got showing his blue hair, when he's standing next to dudes, he's huge. Yeah, I know. 
What happens when you watch? I'm just saying, for a wide receiver, because they, they brought up on the broadcast how he, he didn't know what to eat in Germany. He was looking for a hamburger. Okay. And I looked like, yeah, this is a big guy. Yeah. And if he's not getting his proper nourishment, Jerry, is he, he even going to be ready for this game? Nur- the team is feeding him. No, the team did feed him, but, Of course man, they did. I didn't expect, you know, I expect wide receivers to be, like, slim. And, like, five foot ten, six foot one. This guy looked like he could be a linebacker. Well, I mean, a lot of guys are, a lot of wide receivers are big and tall and lanky. And now they're jacked. Yeah, this guy's jacked. It's This isn't 1983 anymore, Al. He was not Steve Largent. You're right. No, it was not. So, all right, quick break. When we come back, we got more to do. We are just scratching the surface. Week 10. Week 10, yeah. Week 10 in the NFL. And then uh, Boomer and Gio will break it down, as they say. Coming up at 6 on The Fan. All right, wake up. It's 25 after 5. It is the warm-up show until 6. We got Boomer. We got Gio. We got lots of football to get to on this football Monday. By the way, like less than two weeks from Thanksgiving now. That's right. This oh, is the, the this is a full week for people. Yeah. And then next week is uh, Not a full week for people. Yeah. For most people. For most people, Gio. Yes. Some people will work a full week. Right. Including yeah. turkeys. Well, they're they're going to get slaughtered. Well, they will. That's, well. For your enjoyment. Right. Which I'm against. But that's all you eat is turkey. (laughs) What do you mean you're against it? Well, then stop eating it. I'm against the slaughter of turkey. How do you want to eat it then? I'm not sure. That (laughs) I haven't figured out. (laughs) That's the one part. Once I solve that. That's a significant part. Once I solve that part, then I'll have something. Yeah. So right now I have nothing. Right. Joe, you were were a witness yesterday to what people were calling not only the game of the year, but like the game of, I don't know. Of the of a long no, it time. Wasn't. No, it wasn't. Like this was one of the every great time we have NFL a great games. finish. Everybody goes overboard. Was it a good game? Yes, it was a better finish. It wasn't a great game. It was twenty-seven to ten. Vikings it was not a Bills. great game. The finish was wild. Yeah, I give you that. But it was slot. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't the greatest game we ever saw. People are like, I don't know. This whole social media thing. Oh my god! Did you see what happened? Oh, Josh Allen, he fumbled. Oh, shut up. It happens. <laughs> God, it happens. Yes, right. it was a wild finish. There's no question about it. Was not the best game you've ever seen. Sorry. I did. I do like this uh, Jefferson fella. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Oh, well, very happy that you like him. Yeah. Meaning, especially when the rest of NFL fans yeah. have enjoyed him for the last year and a half. I know. I've been, I've been so hesitant to be interested in the Vikings. I'm not why? sure. Why? I don't know why. Because of Geo. That's why. You think so? Yes. Because he downplays everything. Everything that they do, yeah. But I did, I did enjoy them yesterday. But it's a mainly hell of a win in this, Buffalo. This Jefferson fella, uh, and then I also liked <laughs> this Jefferson. Fella. He's yeah. the best wide receiver in football. Oh, he's he showed it yesterday, Jerry. He's been showing it oh. all year. Yes, very. He good. is ridiculous. He's so good. But uh, and then so Josh Allen, we kept. Oh, who's is he going to play? Do we not know if he's going to play? And he played. So he played. Not only did he play. Near the end of that game, like the fourth quarter, he he was not going down. Like as far as when he would run, yeah, he was lower in the shoulder. He was taking hits. He's not just a let me get a first down yeah. and then slide feet first guy. Although he did do, and I saw a number of quarterbacks do this yesterday. The might I slide? I might slide. I know. Uh, if you hit me, that's going to be a penalty. I'm not going to slide. That is so unfair to the defensive yeah. defensive players. Very unfair. But he was just like barreling over people. Yeah. But this is also another case where we talk about these guys like in a big spot. Well, you got Josh Allen. Okay. Well, you had him in a big spot yesterday. What did he do? He threw a terrible interception. He fumbled at the one-yard line. You know, like you can't script this stuff. Crap happened. Everybody's like, boy, Justin Herbert, my God, his arm talent. He is, oh, is he unbelievable. They suck. Who's that, the Chargers, Jerry? And Yes, and he's their quarterback. Eh, they're okay. Yeah. They're nothing to write home about. Whatever. Things happen. So here's what you're learning this morning as you wake up in the 5 a.m. hour. The Giants game, good. We weren't that impressed. No, but they won. They, they did won. what they had to do. Yes. Josh Allen didn't really impress us. Not yesterday. Justin Herbert lost again. Yeah. They're very average. Russell Wilson lose again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Russell yeah. Wilson he lost again. He got his ass beat yesterday. Yeah. He got sacked six or seven times, and I think there were 18 quarterback hits on him. 18. Yeah. So we're not that impressed by your NFL. No. They scored. Uh, they were up 10 nothing. They lost 17-10.
So they didn't do much after that. You're no, saying. they did nothing after that. They're I not good. Josh Allen had a second interception in the end zone earlier in the game. He might have. I didn't see or, the entire or, game. Or, I was working the Cowboy game. Or definitely at that in point. the red zone. I know it was uh, it was not impressive, Jerry. The, the one at the end was the worst because you had the field goal at the very least to get the game even. He throws it in the end zone. I don't know if he just didn't see the defender. It's whatever happened. He threw it right to him, basically. And that was that. And just like that. Now, looking at the AFC East, Jerry, look at this. The Jets were off, so of yes. course they couldn't move. This was a good day for them. Yeah. Dolphins are in first place. Mm-hmm. They moved past the Bills. The Jets and the Bills are tied, but currently the Jets own that tiebreak. Correct. And then the Patriots are in last place. Yes. Now the Jets go to New England off this the bye. Mm-hmm. That game has some juice for me. A little juice. I'm, yeah, I'm interested in that. Me because too. Because this game, with them up there, and the Patriots are not a great football. We know that. I, you, you agree. They're not great. Not great. They're very They're average. beatable. If the Jets went up, that would, that would really show me something. And I know the Bills win did for sure. But if they now back that up with a road win at Foxborough... I tell you, if they, we legit have a have a scenario now where the Giants might be eight and two, and the Jets could be seven and three. That's what right. world are we living in? They could be fifteen and five. Total. Isn't that something? That would be something. So, and and to beat New England after losing to them a couple of weeks ago, to go up there and now give it back, that would tell, that would really show me something. So, if you want to impress Jerry and I, go beat New England. Right, and really, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Jerry, did you get a look of this uh, Mike Pierre Pereira? Yeah, this was creepy. This was really creepy. So Mike Pereira was on camera, and I guess he didn't think he was on camera. So he looked towards his right and did like a tongue move. Oh, he did a tongue move, all right. Have you he ever really done that did. tongue move? Uh, you not, to Eddie every Thursday? Not seriously. <laughs> Do you? Th- that's Do like, we, have we found out who he was doing that to? No. Yeah, that's the type of thing a creepy old guy does to a younger woman. I you could like make that case. Doing? I don't know that that was the case yesterday. Look at you staring at yourself in your tongue. It was just so weird. Then he <laughs> chuckled. Yeah, he's got to come out and explain to us what that I was. I agree. Someone's right. got to come out and explain. It's all over the place. Think up a hilarious lie where it was like your buddy that you were doing uh, that that too, and not a woman. I don't know that you can come up with anything hilarious because yeah. there were people there. <laughs> this isn't something that you just posted. Hey, I was trying to be hilarious with my friend. Fine. Right. That was in the studio. It was in the studio, yep. And like, it was on television when he didn't know he was on television. I tell you. These guys with these cameras and He's microphones. Very, oh, th- that Mike right. Pereira is very sexual with his tongue, Jerry, and it made me uncomfortable. Oh, I thought it made you hot. <laughs> My not, tongue swirls around the end. It did not make me hot, Jerry. <laughs> I don't it know. It made me very uncomfortable. You look like you're starting to sweat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that white-haired Mike Pereira moving that tongue around. Oh my! Th- is he married, do you think? Uh, probably. Like, does he have to go home and answer to his wife? Uh, yeah. You think he's married? I think he's married. He might be. I don't know. Your tongue was in that hole. Oh, yep. okay. And you know what's weird, Jerry? He's the guy Dude. who does review- video reviews. Yes. Now we're video reviewing his Him. tongue action. He is married. He is. Yeah. So you think he's got to go home and yeah. he's got to, listen, honey. Uh, man, it's About this, the tongue. This guy Jim, we yeah. do this <laughs> tongue move to each other as a hilarious joke. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Maybe it was a uh, maybe he was sending a signal to his wife, like, mm, I come home, sweetheart. Maybe. <laughs> you know what the problem with that though is he didn't look into the camera and do it. Right. He was looking off camera. What about this? Was she there? Exactly. Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe come she's on, just man. off camera and she's like <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> review those films, my baby. How old do you think? Mike Pereira is. Um, he's a white-haired guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he is 69. He's 72. 72? Doing tongue swirls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good for him in some ways. I agree. I, you're absolutely right. Good for you. But still, you think you think he's viewed upon as a man with power when he's there No. Yeah, yeah, he did. Not at that moment when he's swirling his tongue around. Oh, I do love the headlines. NFL audiences got very uncomfortable after yeah. Mike Pereira forgot he was on on camera. We did. Mike Pereira had a super awkward moment. <laughs> Mike Pereira flashes his tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. It was, there's one headline says, WTF moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not good. I watched it a few times this morning. I, I told to you, you it. were hot. Yeah. I did it in slow motion instant replay. Of course you did. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So bizarre. 
I'm telling you. Oh, it's, the other the other cool thing about the Germany game, and I love whenever we play games in other countries. All the different jerseys? Yeah, it's just cool. It's like they show their NFL fandom. Well, yeah, and I think, too, I, I do believe they want a team there. I think in London they want a team there. These games, supposedly this game in Germany, when it was announced that Brady and the Bucks were going to be there, sold out within five minutes. They said on the coverage yesterday, three million ticket requests. That's unbelievable. Holy mackerel. Yeah, so you know they'll be able to support it if, in fact, that ever happens. Yeah. And I think it will sooner rather than later. Well, if you if there was a, and I guess this does happen, I, I just don't pay attention to it. If European soccer powers came over and played at MetLife Stadium, which they have. I know they've had those quote-unquote friendlies. And they pack out MetLife Stadium. I guess it's all soccer, right? People probably do the same thing. They oh, probably yeah. wear all different soccer jerseys, European jerseys, I would think. I would think so. Because I know football fans get on them for, why are you wearing a Vikings jersey at a Buck seahawks game? Well, because I'm showing my NFL fans. Maybe it's the only jersey they have. You ever think of that? It's possible. That is possible. But what happened? I didn't see. So you watched it. What happened to Geno? I don't know. He just looked uh, like just there. Yeah, it was just not. It was he. He looked a lack of energy. Lack of energy. Yeah, a little bit of a lack of energy. Okay, maybe the time change bothered him. Yeah, that's a long. I'll tell you one thing. That is a long trip for Seattle. Yeah, something wasn't right. And I know they said time wise in the plane. I guess it was somewhat similar somehow. But just to think, going from Seattle to that's far. Maybe he doesn't like uh, what they feed people in Germany, bratwurst or whatever it is. Let me tell you something. There is no way that they're only that the only thing available to them is German fare. I guarantee you the Seahawks and the Bucks found grilled chicken and broccoli. No. Yes, they did. I heard all bratwurst and no. sauerkraut. No, that's not what they were and eating. Some of the guys didn't I guarantee like they I'm sure they had it there, but they also had grilled chicken and beef tips. Beef tips. <laughs> beef tips. And you know what else they had? Pasta. You know they oh, had that available. So. Yes, of course. That's Come not on what now. I heard. I heard sauerkraut. Who'd you hear this from? Who's your authority? I, I know have, it wasn't Boomer in this one. I have German connections. You? Oh, you do? Yep. Who's that? Sauerkraut. We know your girlfriend's got Italian connections. Who's your German connection? My friend. Paul? <laughs> my friend Steve was in, stationed in Germany in the oh. Army in the late 80s. You, you know my friend Hans? And Hans. And Hans. <laughs> and they told me bratwurst, sauerkraut. Uh-huh. German potatoes. That was all they had. <laughs> Stupid. That's why some of the guys had no energy. <laughs> that is not why. Quick break, 537, Boomer and Geo at 6, Football Monday on The Fan. What is he saying there, Jerry? Push off. Push off. I don't know. Push off. I like it, though. Quarter who's this? Uh, POD. POD. All right, quarter to six. I actually probably have this on my Spotify now that you say that. Who knew? Blast it on your way home, Jay. I, I could do that. Absolutely. Um, we got Boomer and Geo coming yeah. up at six o'clock. It's a lot to get to. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Were you impressed by the Indianapolis Colts? No. What? They no, won a game with the Jets. You know what I was impressed by? The Raiders are terrible. You know what I was impressed by? The fact that Matt Ryan played quarterback. Yeah. I thought he wasn't allowed to play nope. because if he gets hurt, they're going to owe him a gazillion dollars. Maybe when Jeff Saturday uh, got in with Jim Irsay, he said, listen, um, uh, if I'm going to take this job, Matt Ryan's my quarterback. I need a veteran Maybe. quarterback. That could be. That's my quarterback. That could be. I, yeah, I, the Raiders are, like, if they if they beat a team that was 6-2, and two, okay. The Raiders have, like, one win. But Jeff, that Jeff Saturday looked confident to me on the sideline. Good for him. And now he's going to be super confident, Jerry. He got a, he's got a win under his belt. I have to I have to get the audio for I'll get it for 7:30 probably. Yeah. But I know Bill Cower went off. Was very unhappy with this. Called it a disgrace. Captain Coward. It's kind, it's kind of like <laughs> we what I was saying last week too. Like you've got guys that have NFL coaching head coaching experience on the staff and you completely bypass them or even the guys that are trying to work their way up the ladder, you bypass them for a guy that's never done it. That doesn't seem – that wouldn't sit well with me, I wouldn't think, if yeah. I was on that staff. Yeah, Bill Cower was not happy about that on the NFL today. Yeah, I, I look forward, terrible. I look forward to hearing that audio, Jerry. The Raiders are 2-7 and seven now. Yeah. Then I also heard that uh, Derek Carr was, like, crying. Uh, he was – yes, Derek Carr was very emotional very yesterday emotional. because he even apologized. You know, I'm sorry. 
Derek, um, you know, sorry, continue. To finish that, sorry for being emotional. I'm just pissed off. Eyes were all red. <laughs> <laughs> he said the effort, Jerry, that they yeah. put in during practice should not have an outcome of what they saw yesterday. They're not, <laughs> they're not getting the results. No. That'd be very frustrating. And that's not only they lose, like, that was at home. That was at home to Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Now, again, if it was the other quarterback, Erlinger, whatever the hell his name is. Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. I'd be a little more. I mean, it's still Matt. At the end of the day, Matt Ryan went out there and played a good game. They won. Okay. But they didn't seem like as, I thought it was going to be a decision. Well, you thought it was going to look like, you know, a bunch of school kids running around yeah. with their pants on fire. Correct. They it's still at the end of the day. You still have the rest of the staff in place. The, the roster didn't turn over. The only thing I thought would happen was you might get an ill-timed timeout. You might not throw a challenge flag at the right time. But he's not calling the plays. Yeah, I like, was expecting, like... They are professionals. Benny Hill no. slash Keystone Cops running around. Or Mr. Bean, nah, 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 remember him? Mr. Bean. Right. Yeah, just running all over the place. No one knowing where to... I expected, like... Remember electric football, Jerry? Did yes. you ever have that? Yes. You line up all your guys, then you turn it on. They go, they go all over the place. Like, yes, what is with the, the vibrations. Yeah, yes, this doesn't look. That's like That's what football. you thought the Colts were going to look like. That's what I thought. I thought right. I thought on hike. They don't say hike. Yeah, then the the, the, the electric field will go on. All the guys would scatter the wrong way, and they'd be like, "This is pointless." That's what I was hoping happened with uh, Mason Crosby yesterday with his twenty eight yard field goal. But he nailed it. <laughs> say hike and snap it over the the holder's head, but that, yeah. That did not happen. Then I saw Aaron Rodgers, yeah, yelling at uh, who's this guy? Mike Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, which of the Lafleur brothers? Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. Yes. I thought. Tell me if you thought this when you saw this, Jerry, because I didn't hear anyone reference it. When he was yelling at Matt Lafleur, I guess they they said he was yelling to run the ball. Correct, because they were running the ball down the Cowboys' throat the whole game. It almost looked like he turned his back to Matt Lafleur and was like. Look what it says on the back of my jerseys. I'm Aaron freaking Rodgers. Listen to me. But see, that's what it looked like. That is, that's his persona. Like when I watch him play now, I feel like when a wide receiver, like there was the one play where the wide receiver kind of slowed down and then sped up again and he just missed the completion. I feel like looking at Rodgers and the camera's always on him. I feel like it's in his head. I'm Aaron Rodgers. What the hell am I doing with these crappy receivers? It's all of your fault. Yeah. Meantime, and this is what I always love about the, the give and take with the receiver and the quarterback. Remember remember last year, I think it was Justin Jefferson, I think, that was yelling at Kirk Cousins, throw the ball, Kirk, throw me the – remember oh, yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. But when Kirk throws him the ball and you drop the ball, no one says anything. It's, it's guy, There's got to be a nice balance. You're all going to screw up. Like yesterday, Aaron Rodgers made a couple of bad throws. No one's getting in his face. Or complaining or lifting their arms like he's doing. I mean, he's shrugging his shoulders. He's rolling his eyes. Just on to the next play. So what happened there, Jerry? They were the well, Cowboys were the Cowboys were up twenty eight fourteen. Right. And how did they lose? Uh, the Packers scored the next seventeen points. Oh no! What happened was for real. They go to the fourth quarter, and how about this stat? The Cowboys, as an organization, one ninety five and zero when taking a fourteen point lead to the fourth quarter. Now it's one ninety five <laughs> and one. Um, they're up 28-14. The Packers have the ball starting the fourth quarter. They convert that fourth and six for a 39-yard touchdown pass. The Cowboys then did nothing with the ball. Packers go on a seven-minute drive, score, tie it. Cowboys have the ball again, do nothing with it. Um, I think the Packers got it back one more time. I forget. But then in overtime, the Cowboys win the coin toss. They take the ball. They get all the way to they get to the 35-yard line. They've got a third and three. There was a clear interference call on CeeDee Lamb that they didn't call, which was brutal, but okay. Swallow your whistle there, fine. They go for it on fourth and uh, fourth and three instead of trying to kick a field goal, and uh, Dak gets pressured immediately, throws it left as he's falling down. Pollard had a chance, missed it, and the Packers get on and score a win. That's it. That was the game. That was the game. That fourth and six was the game. And some people were mad that uh, Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys didn't, kick, didn't go for a field goal. Yeah, yes. I, I guess. I mean... I think when you're looking at it, you're seeing Aaron Rodgers on the other side. The last couple of times he had the ball, for the most part, I think it was a possession somewhere in between that we were talking about. For the most part, they were getting up and down the field. Now the Cowboys' defense seemed gassed, couldn't stop the run. 
So I think his thought process was, we're on the road. If we're going to win this game, let's go score a touchdown winning a home. We kick the field goal. He's going to go down and kick a field goal or might just score. So I get it. At the end of the day, it's three stinking yards. Get three yards and let's go. They didn't. Get your three stinking yards or go home losers. They left losers. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. But it shouldn't have come down to that. You're up 28-14. Win the game. And they didn't. Yeah, they had it the whole game. I, yeah. uh, I kind of well, had it Well, not the just... whole game. The game didn't start. They were down 14-7, and Dak looked horrendous. Then all of a sudden, he found his groove. Tony Pollard was running it well. They made some plays defense. They also they also lost Anthony Brown in this game. So you got guys playing in the second. Like Malik Hooker got beat for a big play. She's a hooker. Okay. <laughs> Deron Bland, I think, got beat for a big play. Like These guys are not supposed to be out there, in these, but they're hurt. They got They got injuries like everybody else. And now you get another NFC East battle tonight, Commanders-Eagles. Not interested. The Eagles, are. come on. You think the Eagles blow them out? I do. I really do. If this game was in Washington, I would feel a little bit differently. I don't think they can play with them. Do you? No. Right. You can watch the Islanders and Senators. That's why they play the games. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll watch a little bit, but mm, I'm not all that interested because I don't expect much. That's kind of the problem. You're going to move with very little expectations. That way you will not be disappointed. Correct. By the way, how about the fact that we got to go, but how about the fact the Knicks scored 48 points in the first quarter yesterday at home and lost? (laughs) They gave up in four quarters 145 points to the Thunder. In four quarters? Did you not see the score? No, I didn't see it. They lost 145 to 135 at home to Oklahoma City. Jerry, I am so buried in, like, NFL and the Nets, Love. by the way, had a great win on Saturday, and then everybody was hurt and they lost yesterday. Is Kyrie out. still out? Kyrie tweeted this actually, and then we'll take a break. Oh, I gotta find it. I saw that. I didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, Kyrie tweeted, "Yes, he's still out." He tweeted Sunday, "Quote: I was not put here on Earth to participate in any religious, political wars, or incite racial disharmony, prejudice within communities." We are all equal under the sun, and I am here to participate in the building of an equal world and follow the word from the Most High God, Yah. I don't know what the Yah means. What does that mean, Eddie? Y-A-H. Maybe it's a shortening of Yahweh. What's Yahweh? Hebrew Old Testament name for for God. Got it. There you go. So that's what he tweeted yesterday. So I don't know when he's coming back, if he's coming back. Quick break. When we come back, Boomer and Geo at 6, Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence, the NFL. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Not a whole lot of time left. Coming up on 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo. Then Giants win. Jets were off. They'll play the Patriots Sunday. Knicks lost. That's lost. Jerry, we lost a comedic genius in Gallagher. This is the guy with the watermelon, right? Yeah, smashes watermelons. Well, he did back Watermelon. Watermelon. It will make you aroused. Brought to you by the Watermelon Council. (laughs) Jerry, every day I'm going to eat watermelon and measure my arousal. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. 